All right. We are rolling. So, uh, as uh, Chris and I were talking about, uh, we're going to try something a little bit new. Uh, destroy time. Yes, I couldn't have come up with a worse pun uh, to describe the segment, but uh, I know it's a long time ago. I've got a lot of uh, stories from uh, when I was younger. We'll just put that as in general, meaning before my 30s, I guess. And uh, some are kind of interesting. Some of them ended up uh, making a, into a song later, which this story... Sorry. This story actually relates to... It got made into a song. But uh, before I get into all that, actually, I just got done listening to uh, JP's Bro, You Got a Podcast. And kind of got behind. For some reason, iTunes unsubscribed me from it because it was just a lot easier. I've I've been on the internet a lot less the last couple months. I've just... I've been busy... Between work, skating, uh, the podcast, and the, the bands that I've been, I just, I kind of get on Facebook real quick, look around a couple people's posts, and uh, that's it. Usually if you see I've posted something on Facebook, it's usually because I was on Instagram, and I just copied it from there, it posted, posted it both places. But at any rate, JP's Bro, you got a podcast. I highly recommend... Even if you've never listened to it before, go listen to... I don't remember what episode it was. I think it was maybe it was episode 12? I'm trying to think how high JP is now. Anyway, it was either, I don't think it was 10 or 12. Anyway, you, you'll see the name. It was called Rantception. Definitely check that one out. It is worth doing for, for two reasons. Uh, JP's kind of tells you and encourages people to uh, start your own podcast and actually I had think about had been thinking about doing that myself just kind of give my own recommendations uh, but he talks about that and it's, that's definitely worth listening to if you've ever even thought about doing your own podcast and uh, sorry if you hear that noise in the background it's my cats scratching the crap out of stuff um Secondly, he goes on first on a, I wouldn't call it anti-technology rant, but it, it's a definite rant about how uh, people are too wrapped up in modern technology and social media, and it's, honestly, it's, I've gone into, I've started these rants a few times on the podcast before, and honestly, if you've ever listened to the Sacred Cow song, Technology, it definitely covers that. Um, I'm I'm not anti technology, but I think people are so displacing themselves from one another. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit of a recluse, but I still realize the value of interacting with people on on at least some some level. You you still need that human element in your life every so often, and just plugging into your phone. Especially now, everybody's phone does so much. Because I'll, I'll tell you that right, right now, I have what's what's termed a burner phone. I, for me, a long time ago, decided I did not need all the extra stuff. I've got the internet at home, and I don't. I did that on purpose because so that way I wouldn't be just plugged into my phone all the time, on the internet, just kind of just just plugged in and mindlessly going through things. I guess is the best way to put it. And I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I see a newer generation that, and it's, I'm making a, I am making a generalization here. I know this isn't across the board, but that this PD what? But at any rate, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I don't know. I I think about all the things when I was younger that just the interactions I had with people it taught me so much so without going on a whole long rant of my own I'll save it for my own podcast later but definitely check out JP's Rantception
All right, sorry for the, uh, there's there's going to be a little break there. Uh, yeah, if, I don't know if the mic caught that or not, but the, my cat yowling was uh, letting me know that he was going to yarf right in front of where I had everything set up. So this is why I don't usually podcast from home. Uh, so yeah, now I got all that cleaned up and it smells like cat yak bile and Febreze in here. So at any rate, hashtag... Moving forward, yeah, JP's Broy God Podcast, Rantception, check it out. It's kind of odd how much him and I think alike on a lot of things, because I'd actually been thinking about doing an episode very similar where I talked about a few of those things. So, But, like I said, moving forward, uh, forward with Destroy Time today, uh... Way back in, this would have been 1989, uh, in the skateboarding, I'd gotten in the skateboarding around uh, 86, 87 was when I got my first board, if I remember right. It was a crap board, and then later, uh, I believe it was that Christmas, my parents got me the uh, skull and sword. It was black with the uh, skeleton in the background. It was a really cool deck. I wanted... I do remember, I think I wanted, I asked for Vallely or Hawk, and the skate shop was completely out of them when my parents went. So at any rate, uh, yeah, this would have been 1989. Uh, Toledo, the Bones Brigade was stopping in. We went and saw that demo. Then two weeks later, SMA Hobo Tour was coming through. And we got tickets to go see that, me and my friends. And SMA was still a, uh, they were in that weird transition where they weren't quite, I don't think, officially World Industries. I think they were SMA World Industries at this point. It wasn't the official split yet. But uh, we got tickets to go see that. So, uh me and my buddy Brian, who we went to the same school, we were both, we were like the only skateboarders at our school, a small town farming community school. And then uh, we went with our friends, uh, Chat and Mike, who were from Finley. And uh, Brian drove, if I remember right. And he would have had. I don't remember if it was the Rabbit or the Dodge Omni. It was a small car, one way, nevertheless. I think it was the Rabbit still at this point. But, uh, so we went up to Toledo, and we're kind of, I wouldn't say small town kids, but it's pretty close. And Toledo, of course, was the big city then. And, uh, so we went up there, went up to the Tamashaner Center, where the uh, demo was supposed to be. And, uh, there was just, everyone was hanging out, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And, uh, must have been, I don't know, it was probably about two hours, finally. Uh, guy from the, uh, skate shop, skate shop was it was called Breaking Away, uh, came out and let us know they were, uh, canceling the tour, the team wasn't going to show, and, uh, if we wanted to, if we wanted our money back, we had to go back to breaking away. And I think what they were, they were giving you credit. They weren't even refunding you money. I think they were giving you credit for anything you bought in the store. If I remember right. So years later, the rumor was, is why they got, why it canceled. And I don't, I still don't know if this is true or not. Supposedly Vallely had gotten into a scuffle with a cop or security guard around Portside. And for those that aren't familiar with Toledo, Portside, uh, it's the co- well, it was the Coastside Center, and I'm not sure what it is anymore. I think it's been for sale for a while. But uh, it basically would be Toledo's version of uh, EMB out in San Francisco. There's lots of stairs and ledges, and it's a really cool place to skate. I've managed to get there a few times without being busted, Actually, one of the decks that hangs on my wall, I broke at that spot. It was a really epic night of skating. 
I broke my deck and instead of being bummed about it, I've just held on to it forever and it is proudly displayed in my garage now. So, going back in time again, 1989. So, I think we ran back to the skate shop and I think I bought like some shirt stickers or something like credit. And we decided, like, well, we're up in Toledo. We might as well go find some spots to skate. So, that's pretty much what we did. We hopped around blindly because none of us really knew our way around, like, that great, like a local or anything. But, uh, so we went around, uh, find some spots and just doing typical teenage stuff. Stopped at Burger King, got suicides and, uh, Mike, uh, grabbed ketchup packets because he was most known at that point for having, doing hijinks with ketchup packets where he'd stomp on it and it would squirt in a perfect line. And, uh, in a dick move, or at a spot, he did that to me, and it squirted up the side of my airwalks, my shorts, and my white skate rags tee. So I was not happy about that. I was pissed. Uh, I think a almost a you know teenage fight broke out or whatever, and then I calmed down. And then Brian got pissed at me because I was going to sit in his car. So finally, we got a towel or something. I managed to wipe it off. We stopped at a restaurant, cleaned that off. At any rate. We got that done, and at one point, and I don't remember who, uh, uh, so let's go to the Southwick Mall. So, uh, I wasn't really too crazy about that, but I was like, alright, so we went in, and, uh, or we pull up, and, uh, Brian Parks, actually not in the mall parking lot, but there was a really fancy McDonald's that used to be in a bank. It was an old bank that McDonald's Corporation had bought and it was in there. So we parked on the edge of their lot facing the mall. So, because for some reason my friends were like, well, let's let's skate in and go take our boards. And I was kind of like, I don't know if that sounds like a good idea. I, don't, I was just, I don't know. I just, I had a bad feeling about it. I'm like, well, why don't we just go park in a mall parking lot and just leave our decks out in the car? No, 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 we'll carry our boards. Like, Alright, so we go Skate into the front of the Southwick Mall. And as soon as we walk in there, it kind of reminds you of like where you watch the old westerns where the out-of-town guy walks into the local saloon and everything stops and everybody turns and looks and kind of gives, you know, hard looks. And it, it was kind of that vibe when we walked in. It was kind of like, what are, you, what are these skater faggots doing in here? And, and so we start walking around. And it's pretty apparent that we're, we're probably going to get hassled at some point. There's just We're getting a lot of weird looks, and we're not stopping in any stores. We're just kind of walking through, and we get through about the center where there was like a fountain and stuff, and there was a bunch of metal heads that were like hanging out on like a half wall that was near the fountain. And uh, that, was, that was the thing that was kind of weird for us is that back then, at least where we were from, like metalheads and skaters didn't they didn't fight, they didn't really worry about since we were all kind of freaks in a smaller town and I mean, you know, skaters listen to Metallica and would wear like the pusshead Metallica shirts, the metalheads were just kinda of like meh and just left us alone and we left them alone. So, you know, and or and occasionally point at one another shirt and be like, Hey, cool shirt, you know. So that that was usually about the extent of it. So, but not not in Toledo. So we're walking around, and next thing we know, we got this group of metalheads that are just following us, just talking shit, and we know this isn't going to be good. So, at one point, my one of us was I don't remember who it, it had to have been either Chad or Mike. It might have been Ch- uh, Mike. Somebody had actually been up there before. Was like, hey, look, uh, we're going to go to I think it was like. It wasn't J.C. Penney's, but it was like one of their competitors. It was, we're like, we're gonna go through their store. There's double doors at the end of on the other side of the store. As soon as we get through those double doors, just get on your board and fucking book it back for the car. We're like, all right, yeah, because at these point, these guys are getting a little more aggro, and we're trying to put a bigger distance between us as we're walking. So we will go through the store, hit the double doors, and we're on our decks and we're fucking booking it. And these guys are running after us, and at least the only good thing is, is since we're skaters, we're at least fairly fit, and these dudes aren't, because pretty soon they're crapping out, because, you know, they, they're running, they're trying to run after us, and they're only going so far, and they're out of breath. So, 
So we're just booking it back to the cars, going through, and we're keeping to the edge where there's not hardly any traffic at all. And we see the, I see the car, and like the order is like uh, Mike's out in front, if I remember right, and then it was Chat, and then there was like about probably maybe about 15 feet between Chat and I, and then Brian is about 10 to 15 feet behind me. So I'm booking it, and we're not that far from the edge of the lot, and I kind of see something out of my peripheral. And next thing I know, a car is right next to me, and it it just floors it and hooks in front of me and slams on the brakes. So I see this coming, so I try to brace myself as best as I could so I don't go catapulting over the hood of the car. And I kind of end up like slamming into the side of the fender from like my stomach waist area down. I kind of fold over the top of the hood a little bit and get winded. And I can tell my board has bounced off the tire and has ricocheted back several feet. So, and I look up because I'm kind of like, what the fuck? And, I, you know, I look up and it's security guards. And the security guard kind of is driving, gets half out the door and, you know, steps half out the door. He's like, you need, you guys need to get the fuck out of here now. I'm like, what? He goes, get out. You guys he goes, can't skateboard here. I'm like, well, if you'd have waited a couple minutes, we were like 10 feet away from getting off the... He goes, get out of here. I don't want to hear it. He goes, you keep it up. You're going to call the police. I'm like, we had a bunch of dudes chasing us. Why don't you go? He goes, shut up and get the fuck out of here now. So I was just like, fuck, fine, whatever. And at this point, while this is going on, Brian kind of just kept going around. He went around me and just kept going. So I get my deck and they watch me leave off the lot and... And Mike and Chat were like, "What the hell happened?" So I kind of told them what was going on. They're like, "Well, it's you know, let's just go home." And so we we went home, and so that was kind of like you know, it was really it's kind of a sketchy day overall. We tried to make the best out of it, but yeah, it was kind of just a sketchy day overall. And Toledo, and then fast forward years and years later to when I I kind of had a I've always since then had a general distrust over security guards. I don't hate all of them, but most of them I don't like, and most of them have kind of proved the stereotypes to me as being correct. As far as well, I didn't get in the police force, so I'm going to show everybody how wrong they were by being a ginormous dick to everybody else. So, and uh, so several years uh, later, actually more than several years, but I was sacred cows that ended up writing. Security guard stomp, which pretty much kind of summed up my feelings of that day of just me coming back as an older dude and just stomping that dude into a mud stain. So, yeah, I'm kind of violent, but so yeah, that was that was the first installment in uh, destroy time. Uh, hopefully, next time there weren't so many interruptions. And uh, full disclosure, I at one point had to pause to. <laughs> Look up to make sure it was Southwick Mall was the place I was thinking of. And I paused it and then started talking again. And apparently I hit record and not and didn't unpause it. And was talking for at least three or four minutes before I realized it wasn't recording. So I had to go back again. So hopefully maybe next destroy time. Uh, uh, not so many interruptions. Like I said, this is why I usually don't do any podcasting from my house. So... So, uh, other than that, check out JP's Where You Got Podcast, Rantception episode, fucking awesome, and, uh, this shit will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, just like me. You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish.
get started. All right. Start now? Yes, start now. And I forgot to check and see which episode we're on, because especially since right now we have one we haven't released. I think this is ten, isn't it? Nine. Is it nine? Nine! Nine. Nine. I'm just going to do that for now. They'll all be nine. Because we've still got one in the can we haven't released, so yeah. This, I okay, guess. well, you're right. This this probably be ten, because I remember after going through and we have eight online, I forgot about that one we have waiting. Yeah, the, this, I, I, technically, I think you're ten. Wow, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And now I feel left out because we didn't go nine a bunch on the last one then. We have to fix that in editing. <laughs> yeah, Speaking you, ever, you ever see like the video? You ever see where the... The, the Hitler in the bunker? This, no, the CNC uh, goes along oh. with the Rammstein video. And, no, I've, oh, I've yeah, heard You hit, you hit the button, it goes nine, nine. <laughs> they keep playing that in the middle of Rammstein's songs and... It fits. It's awesome. Pretty good. <laughs> okay. So, uh, th- th- as we get rolling, and uh, hashtag, at any rate, <laughs> uh, since I said something about engineering, I just remembered, uh, someone took the time out to re-engineer and uh, all our old podcast episodes, so now they sound easily 100% better. Well, they're not online yet. But they're coming. But they are so remastered. If, so, yeah. If you're interested or you didn't download them before then or whatever, then... Well, actually, by the time you hear this, they will be online. So I keep I, I keep living in the past. Future but past. I think in the future. Think of the whole I, job. I, I'd, be, I'd be correct because uh, this is nine. Is it? All right. Because short but... See, this is... This is Short why... but sweet, episode seven is up. So eight. So yes, it is nine. 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 See, this is why you're going to be a fact checker later. And speaking of fact checker, we're going to do. I don't want to reveal too many, but it kind of give you a glimpse of. What do you call me? Fact checker. Oh man. But uh, we're we're going to be doing a uh, special Halloween. I don't know, we'll call it tentatively titled Movie Massacre, where we're going to have three participants uh, go against one another in uh, horror movie trivia. And there can be only one. Yes, there can be only one. Actually, it should be very interesting. So once once more of this kind of gets uh, nailed down, that's a Jesus joke, once it gets nailed down, uh, we'll, 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 we'll release names and I don't know, it'll, it'll come out before Halloween, I can tell you that one. So, but that that'll be coming. Um, something else I've thought about doing since we do uh, short episodes every so often, and I haven't really talked to you about this too much. But I was sitting there thinking at work, I was bored out of my mind one day, and I'm like, you know, I have a whole bunch of stories, and there's sometimes we need time to fill, and there's times where I'm sitting at home not doing much, so I could just since I have the recorder, just tell stories of the past and call it destroy time. See, it's a pun. See, it's terrible, but it's a pun. I remember back when I was your age. Not like those kind of stories. Not quite, it? but I'm like, hey, I remember one time when I was up in Toledo, and me and my friend, da 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 da, and like, like the time I got run over by a security guard. Spoiler: I'll be telling that story eventually. So, just those kind of stories. Or I'll talk about really weird, cool people I've met along the way in my life. So is. Uh... That where the inspiration for the security guard stop song came from? Actually, it is. Indeed, it is. Now that will all that will all come in together. Intertwined. Once I, t- once I tell that story. So moving on from that, you did you see? I tagged you on Facebook for Crossface the movie. Did you see that? Apparently not. No. They're doing a Chris Benoit movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, Leave Schreiber is playing Benoit, so another former Canadian. But nice. I was I was surprised that Hollywood actually got sold on this concept. But it sounds like they're shooting it and everything already. And that's that's the name of the movie. So is not, it's not coming from WWE films. No, no. The Miz and John Zena's not going to star in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like their Marine movies and yeah. Speaking of what, we'll get back to that. Remind me, but uh, I, I do want to 
talk about this first, but yeah, I saw, I, yeah, like I said, I thought I tagged you in it so you could at least see it, but you'll have to look it up. Because yeah, at first I thought it was a bullshit thing, but no, it looks like, I think Universal's putting it out if I remember right. But I'll be interested to see it, just to see how Hollywood spins it. I mean, we all kind of really know what happened, and in the end it is a tragedy, but that is the thing, despite the roid rage and everything else that went wrong at the end, the man was a great athlete before. That is the kind of the terrible thing with a lot of this is murder really can besmirch someone's talent before, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe this will just make a lot of people angry me talking about this. But you know, but there's a, I've, a lot of Hitler, people that are wrestling fans. Hitler was well thought of too before he went and started killing everybody. Yeah, true. But I think he had murderous tendencies from the start. Anyhow, but yeah, that could be. I'm yeah, I mean, you read Mind Comp, and I mean. My struggle. It's a white man in German. I don't know. <laughs> there, we, this podcast can only go down from here. I've already played the Hitler card. Yeah, yeah, he did. So but he wasn't such a bad guy, you know. He did kill Hitler. Who Benoit? No, Hitler. Hitler killed Hitler. Yes. Yeah, so he's not that bad of a guy. Did Did you hear Kevin Smith spun this idea on a podcast movie where? Right before Hitler gets ready to commit suicide, an avenging angel poofs into his bunker. And it says, you know what? We, we will redeem you for everything in your life. But you need to go back. You need to go into the future and stop a world tragedy from happening. The name of the movie? 9-11. Nine. So, I thought that was humorous. It might actually make a decent movie too, but but at any rate, so yeah, Crossface. I don't know what, what was what's your general thought on the. <clears throat> well, my general thought is, I'm just wondering how close to real life they're going to go for the final ending, and you know, it's going to be a feel good story about a guy coming up and learning his trade, and then all of a sudden, the last. Five minutes of the movie, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, he killed somebody. Yeah, I don't, uh, he, I don't know. He killed his kid and his wife. I don't think it's going to be a feel-good movie, but uh, but I don't know. Like I said, we'll, we'll see. Once once Hollywood gets their hands on it, you never true. know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't argue that. It should be a, some underground... Especially in this day and age. Yeah, because if it was an Robert Rodriguez. This needs to be a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, but then it'd be like... Putting people in arm bars during the lock, and then you just see blood spurting out of the joints for if Rodriguez directed it. And just be Planet Terror all over again. Okay, so since you mentioned the WWE film thing, I saw a short clip today. I don't know if it's supposed to be a preview or what, or if it's something that's got leaked, of the new uh, Dean Ambrose movie that's coming out. Have you seen any of this yet? No, but I was. Uh, I, I'm. Ter- amused, I was amused with the commercial with Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's doing, where it's, he's like one of the bikers in the bar, and Schwarzenegger comes in and wants his clothes, and you know they took an old scene from oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Terminator re- movies, and redid it, yeah. redid it with him as the bad guy. Was that in the biker? Was that the newest Terminator movie they did this, or was it just some no, it's skit? Just, it's, it's just a commercial that WWE's doing oh. to promote the fact that he's. The Terminator is going to be in the new wrestling game if you pre-order. Yeah, that's all it is. Just an advertisement. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. I don't, the only one I've seen for the Pretty game funny. is the uh, Stone Cold one, where he punched out of the ground or whatever that was. And so yeah, um, the 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 clip I saw it was uh, he's sitting in like a yellow bumblebee transformer looking Camaro at a stoplight, and some kid that looks kind of like. Uh, I guess Ryan Sheckler. Uh, you know, you know who the, the X Games. Kind of like that, and his girlfriend come rolling up in a Porsche convertible, and they start revving the engines at one another, and the girls all like coy and you know putting their head down and winking, and Ambrose and the kids giving Ambrose hard looks, and then Ambrose kind of smirks, and then like out just up over the window, puts his police badge up and. So he's Rogue Cop, I guess. Rogue Cop. Oh, this is going to be training day, isn't it? Yes. 
Or at the very least, uh, Lethal Weapon. Except I don't know if he's got a partner. Rusev. <laughs> well, you know, if I remember right, the original Lethal Weapon, you know, the Mel Gibson, he actually knew a little bit of fighting. Like, if I. He, yeah. He, he, he like knew Kung Fu or no Jiu Jitsu or something like that. Yeah, and, I think it was Jiu Jitsu. And instead of that angle, you could have uh, body slams and suplexes and things like that. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I was, no, just when I heard he... It. Just stretching it. Yeah, Because yeah. when I heard originally he was going to be doing movies, I was like, well... Because I remember, yeah, like Cena and the Marine and all that. And I was kind of like, I like the dude. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But after watching this today, I'm like, eh, eh, I'm, I'm going to pass. That's... One of them things you have to wait for it to be on a proper streaming service. Not that you'd go to the theater and watch it. No, I wouldn't go to the theater and watch that. I can, I can tell and you that. And by much. proper streaming service, I by no means am condoning or endorsing pirating of anything. But let's just say if you want to see something, you can find it. Yeah. Speak. So uh, I guess not, <laughs> not connected at all. Uh, you did watch the pay-per-view last, was it last Sunday or Sunday before now? I don't know. I'm lost yeah, in time. Yeah. What, yeah, SummerSlam? Is that where we're at now? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes. So what was your general thoughts? Because I've, I've heard of some of the stuff that was the outcome. That including the, the John Stewart. Uh... Yeah, that was funny. That's looked like, uh, I think John Stewart got caught up in the moment because he didn't totally pull it off right. He was supposed to set up the chair the right way and he looked like he didn't know what he was doing inside a ring, which, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I watched the uh, Brock Lesnar and Undertaker match and it went pretty well for not being in a ring for a year and a half. Undertaker looked good in the ring, but after the match was over, he was walking back. He looked like What's his name? Fred Sanford all held oh, yeah. over and slow walking <laughs> like he needed a cane or something. That's a big one! His brother. He needed his brother cane. No, no, no. Like a walking cane, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think most people got that. So that was it. Uh, other than that. Not too memorable. Not too memorable. I was doing a uh, bunch of stuff in the background while... That was my entertainment noise in the background of the... Uh things I was doing, cleaning house and putting kids to bed and all that, all that fine grown-up adult things. That putting on your sweater and your smoking jacket and smoking your pipe. and Well, every day I, I, I come home from work and take off my work shoes and put on my house slippers, so I think I've, I'm already halfway transformed, your tie. halfway transformed to Fred Rogers. There you go. Won't you be my neighbor? So speaking of neighbors, I've got a neighbor. We've lived at this house for ten years, and they've had dogs, and them dogs still aren't trained well enough to know who their neighbors are. <laughs> Inside the house, they're barking at us. If they're out back, they're over messing with us or the kids. Then sometimes they like uh, taking the dogs out in front of the house, so they run over in my yard and take a shit. Yeah, I don't put up with that stuff anymore. I'll... I'm an asshole. Do you bag it and throw it back in our yard? No, actually, I wait till I mow the lawn and then make sure the mower deck is pointing at their house. That way I get to spray it at them. <laughs> okay, that's that's a little more passive-aggressive than my uh, method, I guess. But Sometimes when you hear rocks hitting the siding of their house and everything, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasurable experience. So their know? dogs eat rocks, too? No, but sometimes <laughs> when the turds are hardened up enough okay. and you get a little bit of distance on that stuff. Gotcha. So, uh, rolling back to wrestling, and I'm uh, sorry, I cut dog turd short. Uh, I watched Ring of Honor last night, and they're leaning, well, and it's probably a smart move. They're leaving, leaning real heavily on the Briscoes supporting this anymore, which probably for right now is a pretty good move because it's really the most interesting thing, and it's... At least I think that's happening. That seems to be pulling in more people than anything else, than Jay Lethal or anybody else they've got in there right now, it seems to me. But there's a feud going on with uh, 
the decade, which is Mr. Ander. It used to be Mr. Anderson. I forget. Anderson. I forget what the hell he's called now. And uh, oh man, another another guy that looks like Dolph Ziggler, and his name's something. What the? What the it's a really forgettable name. I think Page Anderson, Henry Page, or something. Or I, I don't remember. I remembered last night for a while, and even this morning. But I knew as soon as I got here, and the, just the general humidity started to set in my brain, it would probably escape me. But anyway, they had uh, they had that as the first match on last night, and it was really good. Once again, we're, we're kind of pushing the old school stuff a little bit too, which is good. I like to see that work. Briscoe's one of those where, because they have the Ring of Honor, shake your hands, and Briscoe held his hand out, and the dude looked at his hand and then slapped him, and then Briscoe turned around, came right back, put his hand out, and he's like, you will shake my hand! And then uh, he slapped him, and then uh, they rang the bell, and then Briscoe just unloaded on him for a long time, but uh, they've got like a kind of a Weasley teenage manager kid that comes out with them too. That oh, took Paul one. E. Jr.? Kind of, except there's no cell phone bag. He, uh, Anderson's on crutches right now, so he took one of Anderson's crutches and hit Briscoe, which then turned the tide of the match. And Then Jay's brother came out and started throwing chairs at all of them, and they fled backstage. And, but it was it was interesting. It was interesting to watch while. I'm going to derail the topic again. Uh, there's a surprise. But you're talking about... Uh, Chairs. And crutches. Oh. That was something that I always got a kick out of playing the the video game, the WWE video game. Like, for some reason, about everybody in the front row has, has, a, a, has a different crutch or a weapon. <laughs> you can just go walk up to them and start using it, but, yeah. you know, it's just kind of funny. It's a whole, I remember. <laughs> a whole row of people. The first row. Everybody gets a weapon in the first row. It's, it's like they took... I'm like, well, at ECW, people bring shit up front all the time, so why don't we go ahead? Yeah, because that's the thing. At WWE, how many people do you see? All right. <laughs> I watched Raw last Monday night. I don't remember seeing anybody in the front row. Well, with crutches. And... Except a cell phone, maybe. <laughs> well, and here's my thing, too, especially, because I remember one of the first couple times you and I played, because you were really especially bad about doing the heel moves at the beginning, and after a while, I just said, fuck it. That's the only way I'm going to win, too. But... <laughs> You went up and grabbed an acoustic guitar out of somebody in the front row. I'm like, who the fuck brings an acoustic guitar to a wrestling match besides the honky-tonk man? Exactly. <laughs> so I have a feeling if I went and saw Raw and I went with my guitar case, I'd be like, you can't bring that in here. Why not? It's acoustic guitar. I saw it on the video game. <laughs> I'm just trying to be really here. <clears throat> I'm trying to help push you over. I'm not trying to... I'm going to try that now. Just to go buy a really cheap acoustic guitar and just start carrying it in to see if anybody stops me. And be like, <laughs> shake it, it, shaking it in the air by the, hold it by the neck and shake it in the air waiting for somebody. You just bring one crutch and <laughs> just see, I'll bring my acoustic guitar, you bring one crutch and we'll stand in the front row and <laughs> shake it in Is that even, is that better or worse than the people that go to every match and like actually dress like the... Ultimate Warrior, you got dudes that dress up just like their favorite wrestler. And That's try just and... cosplay as far as I'm concerned. Exactly, so exactly. I'm not I don't really have anything. a problem with that. It's... Halloween is every day, but... Because uh... <laughs> at least they're going to wrestling matches. We had a dude in Finley that dressed like wrestlers just right. randomly. Randomly. So, yeah, for those that don't know, in Finley, Ohio, I'm not going to say his first name, but everybody knows him as Gatchel. And for many, many, many years, he kind of would switch up the character some. We talking starting in the late 80s, early 90s? Well, late 80s, I remember he used to run around downtown on uh, what's known as the circuit. Uh, you kids Google the circuit and see what you come up with. But like Gene Simmons first, and then it turned into Sting. and then No, it no, he into... never did Simmons. Kiss was later. Okay. First, this is from at least the lore that I know from me personally. Talking to him, dude. Maybe we should check his own wiki page and find out. <laughs> he might have one by now. Yeah. Everybody, everybody else sets up this shit for him. No, he doesn't do any of it. But uh, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> First, he was Rocky. He found the Star Spangled Banner trunks somewhere, and he would run and jog up and down Main Street in Finley on Friday, Friday and Saturday nights for 
That was this, that was how I remember Sarma. I had heard stories. There was even earlier stuff from like people that went to school with him. But this is from what I know as, as facts personally from seeing it. Then uh, fast forward a couple years, and yeah, when especially WCW really started getting in. Uh, well, at that point, it was known as the WWF's face. It was still in the WWE at that point because the uh, Wild uh, Wildlife Federation hadn't sued them yet. But uh, yeah, he started going as uh, Sting, or as Sting, Crow Sting, like the Crow version of Sting, not the uh, still Ultimate Warrior like. Ultraviolet, yeah, neon colors, colors and, paint, and fringe. Yes, yeah. yeah. He started doing like crow version sting for a long time, and then he was doing uh, Hogan. Not like not like NWO Hogan. It was uh, kind of the old school fringe and yellow banana Hogan, orange spray tan kind of. He might have done. Hollywood Hogan for a short amount orange, of time. Orange Pringle Can Hogan? Yes. Okay. Which only means something to you and me and maybe maybe two other people if they heard the joke before. But, uh... So, yeah, he would he ran around as, as Hogan for a long time. Which was hilarious because he's... He's just a little bit less fatter than me. So imagine me putting on the Unitrunk kind of thing and then the t-shirt that's all ripped up and and he had even he he did a makeup kind of five o'clock shadow i don't know what he used but he found something that would make it look like he had like the five o'clock shadow thing so it was kind of like a weird mesh of hollywood hogan and but yeah feather boas and he'd walk around calling everybody brother and and then, then, then it was he got into Kiss at some point. I think somebody took him to a Kiss concert, and then that was that was it. Then he was because he was some weird hybrid of Gene and Paul for a while, and then he kind of started separating the two of them. Sometimes he'd be Gene, and sometimes he'd be Paul. And that was even worse because he had the black unitard thing that went down kind of over under his gut, like uh, Paul Stanley wears, and he had a gut. He's really out of shape at that point because he used to be. At least when he was in, he, when he was thinking, I'm not trying to pick on the guy. I mean, he's he does his own thing, and I had, to, and I I did. Well, I'll get back to this in a second. But uh, when he was thinking, he was this, he was all over town, and he's usually riding his bike, so he was in pretty good shape then. He at least looked kind of like a lean Sting. But yeah, by the time he got to Hogan, I do believe he was driving at that point because he used to also have a van that looked exactly like the A Team van. Nice, which I. Uh, I've always, I never saw him dressed as anything while he was driving that, but I always often kind of wondered, I'm like, that would have been like hilarious if you weren't from this area, you didn't know anything about it, and then you're going through Finley one day. And you see Sting driving the AT van. van. (laughs) Or even Hogan, just be like, what's going on, brother? I like it when a plan comes together. And at least he didn't have that free candy sign on the side of his van. Yeah, yes. On that note, hashtag at any rate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I'm just sitting here trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to cover. Um, Yeah, down the road, we'll probably be doing, like I said, we'll be doing a Halloween special. We'll probably do several other episodes, I don't know, quarterly, I would say, where we'll do kind of almost game show-esque kind of stuff. Just Just kind of mix things up every so often. Yeah. I took the wife and kids to the German American Fest, Oregon, Ohio, right outside of Toledo. Okay. It's pretty much, uh, it's one of the biggest ones in the States. They they have all the good stuff there. You know, they have all sorts of vendors and a bunch, they had, it was the 50th anniversary, so they had 50 different kinds of, like, German, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny how I could predict that. And uh, <laughs> they had uh, they had the typical, you know, everybody wearing the classic later hosen. Did you buy yourself some later hosen? I did not. I did not. But I did buy a nice, nice uh, Deutschland, Deutschland t-shirt. Ah. No, but the Stein, that came free when uh, you get a card when you buy a drink. 
And uh, if you go to like seven different places and try seven different kinds, they stamp your card. And oh, you, okay. get a free, you get a free Stein when you've completed the world tour. Well, that's a reason to drink right there. I brought a Stein home. Ah, I would have too at that point. Plus they had uh, commemorative boots, which was like the size of two beers. And, yeah. And I, I bought one of those. They were refillable. So... Are you going to sit around the house then and get that out and be like, Das Boot! And chug it? No. Oh. No, there, no, like I said, it was, there it, is it, a trick it, to it, was, it was commemorative. The it was commemorative. They had the 50th anniversary logo on it and everything. They had the big uh, rock throw where you get you have to put the big rock and try and throw it as far as you can. And they had men's and women's competitions. They had the... Where you hold your stein, like the competition, to see how long you can hold it. Like you got to stretch your arm out as far away from your body as you can and hold your hold your mug. And whoever can hold their mug the longest wins random prizes. Okay. Doesn't doesn't sound too difficult, but once you do it for a few minutes, oh yeah, anybody it start, ever... starts getting heavy, and then everybody that's ever worked on kettlebells, I think, has a feeling what that's yeah, because that's part of that whole calisthenic thing is just trying to hold it out. As long as you can, although usually they don't consider like steins and beer mugs, I guess, as far as calisthenics. But there you go, you can use that excuse at home now. <clears throat> and we hit up there early, uh, got the kids on the kids' rides and everything, and I ate a nice schnitzel sandwich. <laughs> Wife had the potato pancakes with sour cream and everything. Mm-hmm. And Oh, what no, else? No bratwurst for her later? Had a uh, jalapeno verst. There's a, a That's st- mixing two things. There's a, stand, there's a stand that had about seven or eight different kinds of Donald worst Trump would not brats. approve. No? Jalapenos are coming over the border. <laughs> well, they made it into Germany because they made yeah. worst out of it. Uh... Yeah, we made it out of there before it started. Uh, before all the rowdy right. started creeping in, oh, before yeah. the sun went down and it turned into a big Bruhop. drunk fest instead of just a nice family, family affair. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I have not really done anything recently as far as just been doing a lot of stuff around the house. I went to the uh, armory show, but I think I mentioned that on the last. And that's really not a whole lot to describe. It's cool to go see it, but as far as trying to paint a vivid picture through words of yeah. Anybody that's interested, German American Fest, Oregon, Ohio, they do it every year. It's it's always big and it's always fun. I really should start going to uh, Irish and Scottish American Fest, but I just. But they had a Polish polka band at the German American Fest. What's up with that? Yeah, that's wrong. Of course, it sounded just like the German polka bands they had there too, but it's not. It's they not... were advertised. Yeah. I've... Someone will burn for this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I don't think, I don't think he was many, really dark today. I don't, I don't think too many Polish. You started the tone with the whole Nazi Hitler thing at the beginning, so. Yeah, I just hope I, I don't have keep... too much trouble with uh, certain people at our place of employment. Having issues with me wearing the old Deutschland shirt in. Yeah, you should be all right. There, there, there's, well, there, yeah, that's there's, true. There's certain people who are very Jewish and very proud. Yeah, and that's I would true not want you. my I don't have to deal Deutschland with them lot, so. shirt to be offensive towards anyone. But. Well, you just tell me about it at the beer fest. You know, it's not like you wore the swastika shirt in or anything. So no, I, I leave that at home. Home, you, know, you just you, sealed. He wears it. Wears it here on Sundays. I'm just kidding. He doesn't. I don't. No, he doesn't. That's more like a Friday night thing, not a Sunday. <sighs> you just keep poking it in the dick with a stick. Just, eh, eh. Can't leave it alone. <laughs> more like poking... <laughs> a, uh, what's, what do you call that? Uh, a hornet's nest with my dick. Instead <laughs> of poking a dick with my a stick, it's more like... Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I probably will get hurt from these. 
things I say sometime or another. But I don't think today's the day, so carry on. Okay. You're actually, you're rather talkative today. Cause, and I'm glad because I didn't have much to talk about. So I was just going to do a couple of things real quick. And you just kind of carry the torch on and yeah. I'm going to let you. German American Fest. I had one story, one one exciting thing happened. Okay. Oh, uh, we uh, the wife's uh, oldest cats, I think, starting to go into heat, and the baby that she got. Oh, this is going somewhere. But go the baby, ahead. the baby that she got, isn't old enough to service her yet. Yeah. Because the wife wants to uh, breed. Breed, like they, these are both like off real. Persian cats, you know, with breeding papers and everything, and yeah. she wants to do it herself. I gotta take the trash. I go out back, to get my trash can to wheel it up front Friday morning, and there's a cat back there on the back porch sniffing around the door. Mm-hmm. Woke up this morning, there's a different cat sleeping on our front porch, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. So I think I think the neighborhood cats are ready for some prime Persian yeah pussy. Yeah, I believe so. Pussy cat. Yeah, they can they can smell the pheromones. You really didn't go anywhere with that story, so. No, no. I'm just it was, I just thought it was funny that all of a sudden I'm seeing never have before, but all of a sudden there's random cats oh, yeah, you, starting to show up. And you get a female that goes in heat, you'll get cats all over the place. That we have had, well, because in our neighborhood we've got really bad pet owners usually, who will just throw their cats outside all the time, and even we've had just general females. Who are running around our house and will take a piss, and then all the male cats will still end up hanging around our house because because all my cats are fixed and they're indoors. I don't let any of them out. But yeah, next thing I know, I'm like, why are there five fucking male cats on my property? And then usually I squirt them with the hose, and they go. Yeah, that's the most humane thing I can do, you know. As far as I don't want them back on my property, and usually I get the hose off anyhow to spray off wherever the female has sprayed. Whether it be the wall of the house or somebody was doing the front of my car for a while, which really pissed me off. So, which what me seeing here bitchy about that doesn't make it sound like I'm much of an animal lover, but I actually am. But yeah, these have been indoor cats, and uh, like I said I never had a problem. Like before I got married, and I had a cat of my own. It's fixed, so I didn't mind. Yeah. Going outside, that didn't bother me. Yeah. But now that I have kids and I see neighborhood cats cramping in my kids' sandbox, so my kids don't have a sandbox, sandbox yeah. here, you know, anymore. So I, I, I have different feelings now than I did <laughs> ten years ago. But yeah, you know, people change, life changes. Yeah. So I guess uh, kind of wrap this up a little bit. Um, I actually am working on some. Uh, Punk Off Podcast stickers I'll be handing out. I've got a design around. So, as soon as I get those done, I'll post that on the internet and hand them out. Oh, one other thing, too. I want to thank the uh, NWO Metal Militia for giving the uh, Sacred Cow CD a favorable review. That was finally up the other day. I don't, did oh, I ever, nice. I don't, think I, I don't think I tagged you in it, but it was... Just to kind of sum up what he had said, that it was... Uh, basically, he really was not usually a fan of punk music in general. But how could you not like a band that has a song called 50 Pounds of Porn and pays tribute to the Macho Man? So. True. Both true. (laughs) Also, uh, two weeks ago, yeah, I sent off a uh, Sacred Cow CD to England. So we're going to contaminate. Just random, a random spot in England? Or do you know somebody? (laughs) No, I know somebody in England. I mean, how do you address this? Like, England! (laughs) Random card, random punker, hand to random punker. No, uh, there was somebody over there that they actually uh, we had used some of their artwork in the uh, CD because I didn't want all. How do I explain this? From an artistic point of view, I wanted our sleeve to kind of look like it was you'd pulled someone's weird random scrapbook from something, but I didn't want it to look like the same person took same picture all the time because I could have went out and took a lot of. Judy and I could have went out and took a lot of really random pictures, but it would have looked kind of the same. And there's even some I pulled from years older, because like one of the pictures in there is from 79, I think. And I was kind of trying to go for that weird 70s kind of filter on all the photos anyhow. So it looked like it was older than what it was. Okay. So, 
Scrapbooking. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> kind of like if you got a hold of a weird psycho scrapbook that liked to wear cow masks, then that was kind of the look I was going for. But I had some others, and uh, yeah, I was scrolling through Instagram, and since there's a lot of people that put kind of artistic photos and stuff up there, uh, Yasmin from England, she'd had some stuff up there, and she's she's a thrasher. She's got the like the really cool battle as they, as, as the kids are calling them now, the battle vest. It's like the where we used. To, well, I don't know if you used to do this, but like where you'd have the denim jacket or vest. And you just cover that fucker with patches, and you'd have a huge back patch of creator or suicidal tendencies, or at that point Metallica. And well, no, actually, I, those things were before my time. Everybody I knew with the jean jackets had actual like painted artwork on the back of their favorite heavy metal album cover. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but, oh, those were around because I remember even in yeah. Don't give me that crap about your two. Because I remember even going in Stardust in Finley. Because that's actually, I think I got my first backpatch from there. And what, I'm trying to think what the hell my first one was. It was probably Metallica, I'm going to guess, with like the Pusshead artwork. One of those. Or it might have been Master of Puppets. Well, but then after that, I did Suicidal Tendencies. I can tell you that. I had, a, I had a button, not a patch, mind you, but a button on my jacket. And it said, life's a bummer if you're not a drummer. That sounds like some... Exactly. Band, everybody that's thinking that, everybody's shit. thinking how lame that is right now, exactly. That's what I think about it. Actually, it's not Look back on those days. This button right here is older than most kids out on the street, this Batman button. Yes. Because I bought this button at Stardust around said time I got this back patch. Because actually, they were also getting ready to... It was two years away yet, I think, but they had just announced that they were doing the Tim Burton Batman movie. Right, so so you was into Batman before Batman was cool. Well, I wasn't going to say well, that. Well, Batman's but, always cool. Yeah. But yeah. You I, know, that's, that's the original. I've been a comic book geek for a Boom, long time. Boom, pow, Adam West Batman graphics yes. right there and not the uh, Speaking of which, that's, a, graphics. that's been released on uh, box sets now. They finally got the clearance for all that. So I've got season one. I don't have season two yet. But, but yeah, I still like all that old campy shit sometimes, though. So. Yeah, me too. It's just sometimes when they re-release things, I don't really understand because you're taking something that looks like a 1960s show and putting it on Blu-ray and it still looks like a 1960s show, so I don't yeah. understand. That's why I just bought it in DVD and not Blu-ray because I'm like, buying it on Blu-ray is not going to make any difference. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm just I guess I'm like I'm just the... rambling about the money grab on yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm not paying $20 more for Blu-ray when it's not going to look any better... Than DVD in this case, so. Oh, but there's more extras. You have more space extras there, on the Blu-ray. Actually, there wasn't on this and, one. And, and 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 you could have the actors, you know, the commentary, the commentary. And this is where we said pow. Uh oh, that's a first. I think we have neighbors outside. I think they're listening. Illegally to our podcast. I think we should get the FCC down. I said that's the first all the times we've been here. We've never had somebody like right next to the house. Awkward moment of silence brought to you by the neighbors. <laughs> so at any rate, sounds like they're just getting in their car and leaving. Hashtag at any rate, which is good because I won't feel so bad. Because what we do is secret. Turning the guitars up and playing drums really loud. Yes, that is true. We'll be doing that pretty soon. Um, so yeah, covered pretty much everything now that I wanted to, I think. If not, I'll catch it on the next one. You got anything else? I have nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. I think I blew my load on the whole... German-American festival reference. Okay. That's good, because you had more stories than I did, because I had... Jack Squat! Well, that's good, because I have... I'm getting old now, and I don't know if I can blow another load anytime soon. Take you at least just another 15, 20 minutes. You make me a sandwich or something, maybe. No, I'm not making you a sandwich. You can make me a sandwich. I'm not making you a sandwich. So, I guess backtracking a little bit, then another... I'm going to have to start hashtagging that as well. Or keywords for... So there you go, kids. 
Hashtag sandwich. Hashtag sandwich. Hashtag at any rate. Hashtag backtracking a little bit. Uh, I did want to thank Yasmin for providing with some photos. Um, I actually, actually think I actually owe one other person a CD for that, too. But yeah, at any rate, our CD is now also in England, corrupting the English, the UK as well. So that's something to look forward to. Serves them right. They could use more <laughs> sacred cows and less boiled dinners. Yes. Great. More beef. What about we're just ungrateful colonials anyhow? I know. Alright, so I guess with that, we're going to finish this off. And I'm going to finish by saying, Yeah! Get him a body bag! Yeah! <laughs>